Hey everyone, it's David from the Geek Garage Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you for all your support last month. It really was a banner month for the show. If you haven't yet listened to our latest Informal Paranormal episode, I definitely suggest you do so because Ted and I had a ton of fun talking about ghosts and hauntings and especially getting to read a few ghost stories from our listeners. Uh, Speaking of which, this episode that you are about to enjoy, hopefully, is a little teaser for some bonus content that we plan on releasing next week. It is a short clip from a conversation I had with my dear friend Miranda, who talks about her very first experience with ghosts and the paranormal. The bonus material next week will contain my entire conversation with Miranda, along with a second discussion I had with my friend Megan, who also told me about a few experiences she had with Ghosts and the Paranormal. In addition to those two conversations, we'll also be releasing a second bonus episode where Ted will read all of the ghost stories that our listeners wrote into us. Here's the catch, though. These two bonus episodes will be exclusive to our Patreon donors. So if you'd like to listen to those two episodes, head on over to our Patreon page. You don't necessarily have to subscribe to one of the monthly tiers. A one-time donation will suffice. I will include a link in the podcast description down below if you would like to take advantage of this bonus material. So without further ado, please welcome my guest, Miranda Harrell. All right, Miranda, let's fucking do this because we've been sitting here for like an hour now trying to work out technical difficulties <laughs> and we're we're finally like on the road to some form or fashion of uh, a product that we can put out there, right? Yeah, yeah, somewhere along those lines. Yeah. I mean, it we're definitely not doing the thing that we originally anticipated on doing. Uh, but it is a Monday night and we're doomed to fail anyway, so <laughs> fact just a fact yeah um so miranda you have been on the podcast before um, yes i have i think it was just the once and we we talked about my chemical romance and all mm-hmm. its all its glory um that was back in uh, i guess it's almost been a year now and yeah um, right because it, it was like last november when they they had their big announcement that they were getting back together um and then yeah, we, we plan on having you back. It it definitely wasn't in our immediate plan to have it be a year before we got you back on the show. But um, yeah, we I am super excited to have you back on. Um, tell us a little bit uh, before we get started with your stories. Uh, tell us about your podcast that you have. So, you so have part of the reason that I haven't been back in a year is because last October I started my own podcast that is about me sharing paranormal experiences and having folks actually submit to me paranormal, paranormal experiences of their own for me to read on air. And it is called That Spooky Life Podcast. 
you can find it on Spotify, Apple Casts, uh, most most of the most of the popular podcasting flat platforms, or you can find it through Anchor.fm forward slash that dash spooky dash life. And it's been a lot of fun doing it, and I'm loving the world of podcasting. So, isn't it fun? Is <laughs> it is? It's a lot of fun. I mean, that's yeah. I no, I, that's what i was hoping to get out of it when i first dove into it uh several years ago and it's it's usually fun there's a lot of times where i'm banging my head against the wall and asking myself why i fucking do it but uh, i mean that's fair yeah it's it's a, um, a lot of uh good time management learning yes absolutely that is a great way of outlining the one of the silver linings of the downside. So, uh, but yeah, I will put a link in the description uh, of the podcast for your podcast. So people will have a tangible link to click um, so they can check it out. I actually had a milestone recently on my podcast. I passed my, my year. I've, I've been podcasting for a year. Yay. And for that episode, it's actually posts the day before Halloween because I post on Fridays and then Halloween right. is on a Saturday this year. Mm-hmm. So my year anniversary episode that I'm doing the Halloween extravaganza and telling the story of like my first actual paranormal investigation that just happened recently. Mm-hmm. I also have the biggest guest that I have had on to date, uh, author and occult specialist uh, Michelle Bellinger. I actually interviewed for the podcast. So whether this is posting before or after that, you guys should check it out because it is a super fun, super long, super cool episode. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because I definitely know I have some listeners that would be into tuning in for that episode and all your episodes uh, because your podcast is awesome. So much spooky stuff. Yes. All the spooky stuff. Uh, But like I said, I will put a link in the description. So check that out for sure. So, um, but yes, Miranda, let's, let's dive into it. So you have, I believe a couple stories lined up for us. uh, This, well, for us, it's this evening. I have as many stories as you want me to give you. Okay. Well, let's start with. I have a whole podcast worth of stories. (laughs) Let's start with the first one. Okay, so the first one was the first time I moved out of my basically childhood home. My parents were getting divorced, and we moved to the town that I basically ended up growing up in at that point. And it was a rental house over in uh, North Rome. And it was basically the first house we could afford. It was built in the 70s, and it was like... A little ranch style house it was one level there was a few steps up to the front door and then there was a few steps up to the kitchen from the carport and then like the laundry room outside but it had been renovated to have a huge living space basically tacked onto the back hmm. okay and the old living room became one of my siblings bedrooms so my mom's room was all the way in the back with the tiniest little like closet bathroom I had um, I had a room and then both of my siblings had a room. And then there was this one full bath that everybody shared because my mom's bathroom was just like a 
one of those half baths that just had a toilet. It didn't have a shower or anything. So we all had to share one full bath. Well, that bathroom didn't have a curtain. It had one of those sliding doors and it was frosted. And the one window in there was like that weird frosted that's like lined. Like you see in my honestly, like old asylums and shit. (laughs) Right. Just saying. And so it was really weird to like look out through the frosted shower door and then like the frosted ass window too. It was not cool. So that window looked out over the backyard and it was like on the other side of the house. So it wasn't like the main part of the backyard that we like did cookouts and things in. Mm -hmm. So the first thing was that this house was always cold, like full stop which is great in the summertime sure but not necessarily in the winter like even with the heater on it would take forever and there would still be some rooms in the house that were just cold Mm. um there was a really weird like constant feeling of unease that a lot of us chalked up to some of the major life changes that were happening and just the general emotional malaise that some of us you know my siblings and my mom and i were having sure but then it affected other people okay so i thought it was just me for a long time and then i would feel fine when i was out of the house and i started noticing like a weird pattern i started having nightmares like every night again i just thought it was stress didn't think much of it I was prone to nightmares anyway. Every night was unusual, but I was not in my comfort zone. I was not in the house that I'd grown up in for 13 years. I just literally was like, I must be really stressed. Whatever. It felt like that bathroom, you were always being watched. Again, for a long time, I thought this was just me. So one day, and I don't remember... I don't remember how long we'd been there. It had it had been a little while, but it was like this weird, perfect storm. It was cold. The unease was just like started getting to me like stress wise. And I'd not slept well due to all the nightmares. And it was just a bad fucking day. I have a skin condition called eczema that makes your skin super uncomfortable and like really sensitive to stuff. And yeah. this shower, I grew up on a well. So we had like filtered well water. Hmm. Well, Rome city water hurt my skin. Like it legitimately hurt to take a shower just because of the, the state of my eczema at the time. Right. Yeah. Very, uh, so very hard water. Yeah. Really hard water. And on somebody who basically like my skin was so dry and sensitive that it would be swollen and dried out. And if I like extended my arm, like my elbow would just like crack open. Like it was bad. So hard water on basically open wounds is not something I would wish on someone I disliked greatly. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah. I suffer from eczema too. So. Fam, you know, you fucking know. Mm -hmm. It's, it's rough. So it was a bad day. Stressful pain. And I just like broke down. I had no widgets left. And I broke down and asked my now husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, to come talk to me while I was showering. I was like, I'm not trying to be weird. I don't like none of that stuff. I just 
I can't handle the bathroom right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he was a little confused, but despite the confusion, he was just like, okay, sure. Um, And at first it was really awkward because he didn't understand why he was in there. Um, But then, of course, like, obviously he saw the water having its effect on me and was like, oh, okay, distraction technique. Mm -hmm. So I was miserable needing an extraction and I just yeeted caution to the wind and admitted that I was also made uncomfortable by that bathroom. I like immediately started rationalizing it away. I was like, you know, the frosted window and the sliding door of the shower. I've never had anything like this and maybe that was it. But to my shock, he actually agreed. He was basically living with us at the time. And he showered there regularly and Uh said that he'd felt like the same way that led me to believe he'd thought he was the only one too. Like he was like, Uh no, it totally feels like somebody's watching you in here. And I was like, yes, it does. In fact, that makes me feel a lot better. He's like, I don't think anybody is watching you, but you get that feel in here and it's really weird. And so for him to say that, I was like, okay, there's something to this because I believe in like spooky things, but like he does not. Right. So this began like the start of my confidence in talking to people who frequented my house about it. I would ask people, I'd be like, so the bathroom (laughs) and he would back me up and he'd be like, yeah, it's creepy in there. And we would talk to people about it and come to find out literally every person that came to that house hated that bathroom for the same reason. Oh my God. No shit. I eventually had a friend who was taking a piss in there one time. And glanced and thought he saw somebody looking in through the window. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, in through that frosted window. After that, he came, like, tearing out of the bathroom. He (laughs) would not use that bathroom anymore. He would always ask to use my mother's bathroom. Like, he would not go in there. So, there was, like, there was this party at my mom's house. Because it was my mom's house. Um... She threw the party so that she knew where we were. Like, she didn't interfere or anything. She was just like, I'm going to go read a book in my room, but I know where you are. And if the cops show up, I can handle it. Sure. So there were like eight to 12 people there. And we all agreed about this bathroom situation. So we decided to split up and see, like, what's going on. Because it legitimately looked like somebody, there was like a face in this frosted window. Come to find out, there was some, like, bushes back there. Mm-hmm. None of which were tall enough to reach the window. Mm-hmm. And then my brother's best friend went around and he was six, five. He could not see into the window because of the decline of the property. Mm-hmm. This window was like seven, eight feet off the ground. So there was mm-hmm. no reasonable way that someone could look in that window. Bruh. To have a face in the window, the person would have had to be like seven or eight feet tall there was no like branches of the bush that happened. They trimmed it just to be sure. And it made no difference. Mm-hmm. It still looked like there was a face there. So we all chalked it up to like a pattern and then the frosting of the window and tried to move on. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing that ever happened in that house, I was. So that year at Halloween, the ring had come out. And I was in the theater watching the ring 
the, the opening weekend and someone in the theater had to know a friend of mine who was sitting behind us because the first time the phone rings in the movie mm-hmm. and like you hear the the seven days after seeing the video which right. the video wasn't scary that's just like a nine inch nails music video right <laughs> like the video itself ain't shit because uh, like I mean, there I... was actual literal footage that Trent Reznor used to use on tour in that video Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was kind of creepy. I was pretty new to horror at that time. Like that was when I first started getting into like the horror genre, just, but just like toe tipping or, or, you know, right. Barely. Um, so I owe a lot of credit to the ring. Um, so, um, but anyways, Oh, that movie fucked me up. Yeah. That movie fucked me up for straight three weeks to the Mm -hmm. point that i wasn't sleeping very well and like my melatonin wasn't refreshing enough and i remember startling and screaming in like at like 3 a.m one morning because my raincoat was hanging over the doorknob of my closet and i rolled over and thought it was the little girl with the hair in her face like it fucked me up yeah all because the girl in the closet at the beginning startled me and I was done for the rest of the movie. And then the first time the phone rings in the movie, my friend's phone, cell phone rings behind us. And like everybody in a 20 foot radius literally jumped 12 feet in the air. Yeah. Like that is, that is how you do a jump scare right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was October. Come December, I got double pneumonia double walking pneumonia and i was out of work for like a whole month it was over christmas end new year's like it was a bad time Mm. and for those like three and a half weeks i was trapped on the couch because i was pneumonia to the point that sitting up winded me and i had to have help to the bathroom wow so i was in the add-on part of the house which was better than any other part of the house it was like the not haunted part of the house (laughs) However, we had a cable box. Um, And if you turn the TV on without the cable box on, it would come on to the old blue because it was an old CRT. So it would come on to blue. And if you when you turn on the cable box without having like a proper channel selected, it would be fuzzy, but it wouldn't do like the the TV white snow like static stuff. Right. Yeah. So, like, a week into pneumonia, I'm still pretty bad off. It's 32 degrees outside. It's getting close to Christmas. My Everybody's at work or school or whatever's going on at the time. So, my husband's at work. My mother's at work. Uh, my older brother, my oldest brother, he's not older than I am, but my oldest brother was at work. My youngest brother was out doing something. Like, nobody was in the house. I was the only one there. Okay. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to take my codeine-ass cough syrup, and I'm going to go to sleep. I'm asleep until somebody gets home. Cause I hate this house. So I lay the remote down. I lay the, the cordless phone, like right next to me on the floor, just in case I needed to make a call. Cause I was like 16 or 17. This was before a cell phone, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And I curl up and I get ready to go to sleep. And I just hear <laughs> TV comes on to snow. Fantastic. A TV that does not come on to snow. I had never seen this TV make snow in its existence. So what did I do with pneumonia? 
I grabbed the afghan that I was under. I grabbed the cordless phone. And I vaulted one arm over the back of the couch where there was like a foot and a half wide like cube game shelf. Okay. So I vaulted over the back of the couch and the game shelf with one arm, feet in the fucking air, <laughs> landed in a shoulder roll. And I'm not kidding. I landed in a shoulder roll and fucking darted, darted out wow. into the driveway, barefoot in my pajamas with an Afghan in 32 degree weather and double pneumonia because I was not staying in that house. <laughs> so at that point, I could no longer breathe because I had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. So I dial my mother's work number. And all she hears is, because I'm like hyperventilating and sobbing because I can't breathe. Right. My mother made a 15 minute drive in seven minutes running three stoplights. <laughs> she made it from her fucking store home in seven and a half minutes and comes fucking peeling into the driveway to find my sick ass sitting out in the driveway covered in like a blanket as much as I can be. <laughs> And she's like, what the fuck? Get inside. And I told her I would not go inside. So she took me to the outside laundry room, turned on the dryer, and I got to watch my mother with her handgun do a sweep and clear of our house because I'd managed to tell her enough about what happened. Mm -hmm. My mother sweeps and clears the whole house and then comes to the main living room area and I see her put her, her gun up. I can still hear the TV snow. The TV is still on in the living room to snow. And I watch my mother watch as the TV turns off in front of her with nothing touching anything. All right, folks, that is it for your teaser. Like I said at the beginning... If you'd like to listen to the rest of this episode, as well as the other bonus content that's coming down the pike for our Patreon subs, then just head on over to our Patreon page, click the link in the description below, and either make a one-time donation or sign up for one of our monthly tiers, and we will see you on the other side. Thank you very much.